This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. It's with Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. Dirt World with Billy the Kid. I'm Joe Dirt, and with us, as promised, on the line, checking in from Locust Grove, Georgia, after a hard day working on that number 25, that rocket machine. With us on the line, the 2008 World 100 winner, Shane Clanton. Shane, thanks for being with us, my man. How you doing? We are fantastic, and uh, we just really appreciate you taking a few minutes. I know you're probably on the media campaign, you know, on uh, all of the programs, and uh, we feel certainly uh, uh, privileged to, to spend some time with you today. I'm glad to be here. Uh, Shane, certainly this is the biggest of your career. You have found a home in the world of Outlaws Late Models. Uh, you've done quite well in 2008. Talked about your stats uh, a little bit earlier. Uh, with 56 starts, what do you got? Uh, eight, nine wins, 30 top fives, uh, top tens, 41 times, and 10 poles. This, I would say, is your best season in your young motorsports career. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, so far, it's been been real good to us. Uh, Hopefully we can keep going. We finally got one of the, the major events on our belt, so it feels real good. Jane, certainly the uh, Earl Baltus Classic uh, precedes, uh, you know, the World 100 precedes that. How did you do in that one at Eldora? Did you use that as a warm-up? Uh, no, actually we had a, a points race ourselves that we had to go to in World Outlaws. Okay, okay. That would have uh, certainly been a nice advantage for you, though. It really would have. Well, that, we anytime you can make laps at Eldora, it helps, so... Uh, any chance that we get to go up there, we go up there. But it's hard to to make them Sunday afternoon shows, and because uh, we have such a busy schedule. Yeah, I think you guys are uh, in the sixty race uh, bracket right now, and this thing has grown over the four or five years. The World of Outlaws has been in existence, and uh, you've been right there with them. You know, one of the elder statesmen, and uh, you know, one of the, uh, the original guys that really decided to run with them. Um, how do you feel about the World of Outlaws? I mean, with of course Lucas being out there, and of course all the other late model sanctioning bodies that you see throughout the country, it, it appears to be the best game in town anyway from a, a fan's perspective. Well, I mean, when it was formed, it was it was formed with the best drivers in the nation that had achieved big goals in their career. And uh, there's six of them still there, I think, or five of them, I think. And yeah. uh, them five and plus the, the other five that has come aboard, that are tough to run with it. It makes it the toughest series in the country to run. I say, uh, Lucas has his own guys that, that run real good. No matter, say Earl or Scott James or any Don Moran, all of them come over and run with us. They're tough to outrun. But race after race after race, I feel World Outlaws is the toughest schedule. You know, to pull this off Saturday night, uh, there's no doubt in anybody's mind that you could do it. I mean, there was without a doubt. There's there's no doubt in our minds. We get to see you for. Seven, eight, whatever nights it is at the Dirt Car Nationals every year. So we've seen you on top of the game. We've seen you middle of the game. We've seen you lower the game. But you know, to pull this off, a hundred lapper over one of them bloomer cars, which Jimmy Owens ran second, and he was last year's defending winner. What's it feel like, man? I mean, to be two hundred and twenty people don't understand. It's two hundred and twenty race cars, and you're on top of the world. Well, I mean, it feels real good. Uh, there's no doubt that. <clears throat> Scott and, and Jimmy and all of Scott's 
whole whole organization. Uh, every one of them cars are tough to beat. But when you outrun Scott Bloomquist and and Jimmy Owens, it's a uh, it's pretty special. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting around to. That they just seem to have something going on for them with the Hunter Lappers. I know earlier this year, Darren Miller, which we had him on the show, he won one over, uh, I believe, over Bloomer too. But you know, at the beginning of the season, Shane, they here in Dirt Car Nationals, they were walking around saying, "Who's going to be the World of Outlaw champ?" Who's going to be? Everybody was picking the kid. I think I think there's two or three of them that picked you, and I said Shane Clanton. Yeah, absolutely. And look at the year you're having. And I'm not saying that you still can't win it. I'm saying, but, you know, the way you're going at things, and, th- and like Joe said, this is your best season of all. And, and I, I'll be honest with you. My, my question to you is, have you slept since Saturday night? Because this win Saturday <laughs> night is huge. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, we've got some. <laughs> Saturday night and Sunday night we didn't sleep too good. We I the... guess not. With on cloud nine, but uh, okay. going back to our season, uh, if we wouldn't had parts failure at the beginning of the year, which nobody can control parts failure, if we wouldn't have them parts failure in the first two races at, at Volusia, uh, I'd say we'd be second in points right now and maybe a shot at winning them. Right, making a run at it. Wow. Um, Shane, earlier in the season, well, a month ago or not even, you, you had a little run in with Kid Rocket, the Josh Richards. Now, I. I want to lay this right out. Are, are you two okay now? How Was that more uh, less serious than it really looked? Have you guys kind of kissed and made up? Tell me about that. Well, I, mean, <clears throat> I think all of it was sort of a, a misunderstanding, and he thought I'd crowd him out a couple of times, and, and after seeing videos or whatever, I guess he sees that I really didn't. And right, right. right. As, as being a youngster, now, hopefully, he knows to, to come talk to somebody if he has issues with them instead of just taking it out on the racetrack. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's that simple. You know, that's one of the things you, you, that's, you're talking, we fall back on that. And I know, you know, I'm not trying to say, but I've never seen Shane have a problem with anybody. Not at all. You know, I've seen, I've seen him, if, if he felt like somebody, I've seen him go down and talk to him, but he's always been down. And when you see that incident happen, I knew, I mean, he, the kid finally saw what everybody else saw, Shane, and, and the way that he... The way that he done it to you, he did it to himself. You know, he did. You didn't drive him any way that did. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying here? You didn't drive him the way he thought you did, and, and I've never seen you drive anybody that way. You know, you're one you know, of the best one out there. Well, I think that's where the, the misunderstanding come from. But in the other hand, I mean, I, I know his frustration when somebody does pull a slide job on you or something, and, and in the race car, emotions. Take over a lot of times, and I, and I think that's what happened. Right, right. I agree 100. Shane, of course, uh, the dirt track at Lowe's right around the corner. Uh, you guys got several big events left to go, but uh, we of course look forward to the World Finals, and uh, you guys actually make a stop there before the finals. Uh, any any kind of preliminary stuff? You're perhaps comparing some notes from the uh, first annual World Finals last year, where you did a good job as well. Well, hopefully, we're going to take a car back just like we had there. We tried some stuff at the Colossal earlier this year in the big race there, and and it didn't work out for us. So we're going back to what we had at the World Finals, and uh, hopefully we do as good as we did or a little bit better. Billy? You know, the, speaking of the World Finals, we were there last season, and uh, if if anybody gets a chance, it's well worth it. But, I, you know, let me ask you a question. Making a lap at Historical Eldora or making a lap at Lowe's Motor Speedway, I mean, or Lowe's Dirt Track, and you're lucky to get to make a lap at both. So if yeah, I go no to the World Finals, can, 
can can I drive your car in the backpack and <laughs> her hot laps or one time? Okay. I I just kid, Shane. You don't get very many laps at uh, either place, though. So. I know. You <laughs> if they had open practice or something, it might be different. I'm just kidding, man. You know that. I was just... Shane, listen, we watch you walking around that work area. Every time you're in Volusia, we saw you at Charlotte. And, uh, man, you're always focused. I mean, you're a big old boy. I mean, let's agree. And you're walking through there. And, and a lot of people, they're intimidated. They don't want to talk to you. Me and Billy, man, we'll walk up to you. What up, Sugar Shane? And, man, the look you give us. Man, we just we just cower down and say, "Oh my God, I don't think you like that very he much." He's about to body slam us both, <laughs> but we mess with you, Shane, because we love you, man. Well, that's uh, if you didn't have fun at the races, I mean, that, having fun and, and and being focused, it seems I can do it a lot easier if I'm having fun. Right. If I'm if I'm pissed off or I'm mad, then I don't do my job. Right. That's right. As I should. So There's I mean, time. I try to go in every day as. as Calm and cool, collective as I can. There's a time when a driver needs his space, and people don't understand that, you know. But to be honest with you, somebody walks up and and uh, they stick an autograph card in front of you. You always take care of it, even though, even uh, even with even if you've had a bad night. I've seen a lot of you guys do that. A lot of the world of outlaw late mile drivers, a lot of the big late mile drivers, because they they don't understand. And you give them a minute and take it, but you can tell when somebody doesn't want to be messed with. And, that's right. And that and that's the whole key. And, and I think a lot of people have to understand that. But well, I when I when I get in my car, that's when I get the most focused. Uh, well, that's your office, bud. If, if I'm in my office, then I don't want to be messed with. But right. anytime I step out of that car, I can I like talking and mingling and whatever we do with the fans. Tell us uh, while we got you on the air. Tell us some of the people that that, that helps you out. I know I know you're. I don't. I know you're big rocket rocket chassis, but tell us some of the other people that help you out. Well, first and foremost is my car owner and uh, Ronnie and Janice Dobbins. If I, if it wasn't for them, uh, I couldn't do this. Uh, Mark and and Jonathan, my two crew guys, my wife and son. If it wasn't for them sticking behind me, then I don't think I could be racing. But uh, it goes back to my limited days. There's a couple of times I didn't want to go to races. My wife made me go. She said if I didn't go, she was going to go. So she's been behind me since the start of my career. And if it wasn't for, for Rocket and Custom Race Engines and uh, the shot guys at Olin's, uh, everybody that, that helps me with my race car, if it wasn't for them, with them supplying pieces or whatever it is, then I don't think I could be here. If you wasn't driving a race car, what else would you be doing? Uh, I ain't sure. I've Working been, on a race car? Offshore fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been racing my whole career. Uh, we love going skiing in the off-season, offshore fishing. I mean, it, there's a lot of things I do outside of racing, but number one is racing. Jane, your dad raced, and, of course, you got two brothers now racing, coming up through the ranks. And uh, Did you ever think at all that, that, that you would be in this position? I mean, certainly young drivers aspire to be at the level that you're at right now, but uh, you've achieved this at what I feel is a very young age. And uh, um, did, did you ever think for a minute that, that you'd be in this position, uh, you know, early on? Early in my career, I probably didn't. But uh, as it progressed and, and more opportunities come about, yeah. the more the bigger dreams you have. And I've, I've definitely dreamed about winning the World 100, and, and everything that has happened since I won it is – is more spectacular than I ever could dream of. 
that was my next question. High up, how high up on the list was the World 100 for you to knock down? And name some of the other races that you would love to knock down. Well, I'd love to win the Dream. I mean, I've led it two or three times, and, and to make 100 laps of Eldor is hard to do. Uh, but I mean, I'd love to win the Show Me, the Dirt Track, all all of the majors that the Scotts won, that Billy Moyers won. Uh, I'd like to win the next four in a row. World 100 to be <laughs> another five-time champion like Billy Moyers. I mean, that boy, no and doubt. No he's in, huh? Yeah. Well, we're talking to Shane Clan, and if you got a question for him, we've only got a few more minutes with him. Uh, his time, obviously, very important. Email us at dirtworldshow at yahoo.com and uh, ask Shane a question with us. Anyway, go ahead, Shane. Uh, I mean, it's, it's spectacular that I could win the World 100, but them other major events are, are just as important as this one is, but it seems like this has more prestige than the rest of them. But the thing is, is now that you have this out of the way, it might get easier from this moment on. Not that it's been too difficult for you now because you've had a good season, but you see what I'm saying? Some of the bigger ones. And like you said, people don't understand. This 100-lapper at Eldor Eldor is a very tough race. Any 100-lapper nowadays is extremely tough to make it through. All of them is is tough in their own right. Uh, But, I mean, just making the World 100 or making the dream, it seems like them races are tougher to make just because you got to have luck on your side and a good car. Where'd you start Uh, Saturday night? I started third in the feature. We uh, we had luck on our side from from the time we qualified. We qualified thirty fourth, which we had a good car, but I pushed both laps and we started qualified thirty fourth. But they inverted six and put me on the front row of a heat, and right. from there we drove off. Right. Yeah, I tell you uh, that fifty five car, man. I didn't know what was going on there. Old Van Wormer had a good run as well. I know you were watching him. Well, I, you can see the scoreboard change back and forth. Yeah. To go eighty two green flag laps. Initially, uh, when I first took the lead and and we run 10 or 12 laps, I looked up on the board and, and I thought lap 66 was 88. Then I come back around again, I could see, definitely see 67. I said, dang, I still got 35, 34 laps to go here. Right. Yeah. I better chill out just a little bit. Shane, talk about the uh, you, you had an injury on your shoulder. It put you out of commission for about two months. Was that last season? That wasn't this season. No, that was actually in the world two, years ago. two years ago. Okay, two thousand and five. What happened there? Was that was an accident? What? It was a crash. Well, we crashed at Lernerville, and it, it tore the rotator cuff in in, in the back. back. And, and uh, they were we done. done Scott got hurt. You know, about eight weeks. Yeah, I remember that. I remember it it kind of came at a bad time because I think he was. Weren't you leading the points or second in the points at the time? We were second in points. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, Shane, I'll tell you what, our best to uh, your lovely wife, Jennifer, and uh, Ryan Zachary. Keep him off that telephone, and uh, we, we thank you for being with us tonight, Shane. Well, we appreciate it. Man, congratulations. That's a huge win Saturday night to pick up the World 100, and uh, nobody deserves it more than you, Shane Clan. And like, like Joe said, man, we appreciate you taking a few minutes and uh, wish you the best of luck the rest of the year. Hope you knock down all the rest of the big ones and keep the momentum going, bud. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Shane, we'll see you in uh, February uh, at the Dirt Car Nationals. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right, buddy. Good night. Shane Clinton, you know, tonight, I've known Shane several years. Talked to him as much as you, you know, here and there. Tonight I got a whole nother perspective on Shane Clinton's personality. Shane Clinton is, he's not, when you say that, I think people have to understand he's not your average guy here. Not at all. Uh, 
if you've never seen Shane Clanton, he's a big fella. Yeah, he is. He's not, I'm not saying heavy. I'm oh, saying he's big. Yeah, he's a big. And, and the thing about it is, is I know everybody sees this deal on TV with with him and, and Kid Rocket. They got to understand one thing: Shane's driving a rocket chassis. They always park together with the rocket guys. So what you've seen on TV was just a, a thing of frustration. I think it all falls back to, and this is my opinion. I think it falls back to that the kid's not having the success that he should be having, and he's and he's starting to realize it. But you know, he's just kind of touched the tip of the iceberg so many times, and you thought he was going to break through, and he, you know something happens to him. But it, this has been a long road for for Josh Richards. This it is really a, has. this is a dirt racing show, but I'm going to pinpoint this to an asphalt deal. Kyle Busch. You well, he's not your, enjoying anything you, you, like that. You pay your dues. You see what I'm saying? But you pay your dues, and then your time will come, and that's what yeah. Kyle Busch does. I got does. you. And, you're, and, and sooner or later, your season is going to – like that's what I'm saying. At Dirt Car Nationals this year, everybody said, who's going to win the championship? Everybody. Out of the ten guys, I guarantee you eight of them picked the kid. Yeah, they sure did. When I said, Shane, when I said Shane Clanton, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to jinx anybody here, but when I said Shane Clanton, they looked at me like I was crazy. Listen, Shane Clanton's been in that series since it started. He's 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 going to be competitive there. He's he's consistent. He's getting to the point where he's he's there. And I noticed uh, we were talking about another World of Outlaw driver, uh, Clint Smith, broke his wrist in, in Eldor in a crash. I don't know if he's in Eldor. Really? I was reading about it today a little bit. And he uh, he broke his wrist. Wow. So wow. Top five at Eldora. It was, of course, Shane Clinton. Second spot went to Jimmy, Jimmy Owens. Owens. Uh, Tim Van Wormer, third. Matt Miller, fourth. Tim McCready got a top. Tim McCready was a guest on the show a couple weeks ago, but what I was saying before we went on the air, imagine Shane Clinton pulling this off in front of Jimmy Owens to keep yeah. Jimmy Owens from winning it twice back-to-back. Yeah, well, that's a spoiler right there. Speaking of back-to-back, when we do come back, we're going to step away for a moment. Got big news that from a couple of racetracks owned by World Racing Group that are in big tax trouble up in New York. We'll be back with more Dirt World. 